0: SCN Test Cricket for Tire Power, end of financial year sale on now. How's that? Adam Collins and Barat are And it's a wet and a little bit sorry, Edgbiston, I must say, with two days to go in this Test match at the close of play on day three. Uh, But it was a productive day for Australia. They added 75 runs to where they were last night, all out for 386. They had a seven-run deficit going into the second half of the Test match, but they went bang, bang in a mini-session between lunch and tea before rain ruled out the rest of play. Uh, 28 for two or two for 28 the home side at the close of play Um, they lost two for two in 22 balls before the second storm ruined proceedings here and that was the most influential passage of play as well
1: Firstly, I have to apologize. It's raining and it was hair wash day. So the worst thing, the hair advice for you, uh, rainwater. It ruins your hair uh, if you've just washed it. Uh, And and speaking of the rain, you're right. That was a crazy period. I I said on commentary it felt like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Because we could see the dark clouds on that side. And as play resumed and continued, the clouds kept moving faster and faster and faster. The lights came into play. You could suddenly see Pat Cummins' foreshadows uh, emanating from his body. It felt like as he was running into ball. And for the first time, it was really, really difficult to bat. And maybe for the third or fourth time in the last 12 months, ball as a theory, was tested. And... Like in the last three times, uh, it proved to be no good for these conditions. I mean, they kept playing at balls. Ben Duckett gets celebrated for not leaving too many balls. But there were conditions where you had to leave the ball, Adam, but he kept flashing and there was no luck. Yeah, that's
0: it. So, I mean, they were number 26 before the first rain delay and everything was working for England with Crawley and Duckett. They were mostly playing through the onside because Australia didn't start well with the new ball with Hazelwood and Cummins. But after the delay, they just were, they had a spark underneath them and, and conditions were, to be fair, perfect to bowl in, as you say, lead and sky. Um, the new Duke's doing plenty suddenly. The intervention of Scott Boland into the attack and finding the outside edge of Zach Crawley. But before that, Ben Duckett, you're right. I mean, it does look profligate getting caught behind the wicket for the second time in the test match from Balls. He should be leaving. they have made a virtue of him not leaving the ball outside the off-stump. Well, it's proving a problem already in this series. But what a snaffle from Cameron Green. That's the third time in the space of, what, eight days he's dragged in. Extraordinary one-handed chances in the gully. That position the gully. It's not been a big part of modern cricket but Cameron Green is moving it, making it front and centre and taking catches that most players couldn't dream of even reaching. If backward point was
1: uh, called Jaunty Road's corner by Sunil Gavaskar, I think Gully could soon be started to be referred as Cameron Gully because he's just making it an art form, isn't he? Some incredible catches to his right, to his left, and today as well. Uh, he and it's not just about the fact that he's grabbing these catches; the fact that he even gets to these ball, Adam. Yes, he has got a long reach, but the way he's able to go down so quickly and to get his fingers under the ball, uh, sensational catching and a sensational spell of bowling as well from Scott Boland to get. Rid of Zach Crawley Uh, at the other end uh, I said the conditions resembled the MCG famously for Scott Boland's debut Uh, and I had a feeling if play had continued for 20-25 more minutes Boland would have taken six at not the G, but at Edgbaston. <laughs> uh, and the way he set Zach Crawley up. Uh, and Australia knew that they wouldn't get more than 14-15 minutes during that period. They, they wanted to make some breakthroughs. They got two, they almost got Root. That, that would have made it completely Australia's day. Uh, but still, 35 runs ahead, two wickets
0: gone. Uh, Australia will think they've made a good fist of whatever little play they could find today. It was a fine piece of bowling to get rid of Crawley, who looked pretty well set to that point as well. Caught behind the second and last wicket to fall on the day. They're review of Root, and they thought they had him caught behind as well, Boland especially, but they've burnt that review, but it did build that pressure. It was very exciting for that brief stanza. Um, we're casting forward to tomorrow as well and thinking about the way that Ben Stokes has said repeatedly across the last 12 months that if and when they get in trouble, they'll get out of trouble the same way. That is to say, they'll play in an enterprising, aggressive, baseball style fashion. Um, and that will be tested tomorrow, especially if it is kind of, again, a bit a bit rough and ready in terms of the weather above head, with the ball still moving around, how will Root and Pope deal with that? I mean, it's it's yet to be seen, uh, but w- it's what they said they're going to do. Uh, and they have also said they're not willing to accept the viability of a draw. Uh, they, they will always try and win, even if it means risking losing. Stokes has been strident about this point. Um, well, there's six sessions left in the game. They lead by 35. To do what they say, they probably need to declare at some point Uh, tomorrow around tea time to leave themselves four sessions to take 10 wickets on what will continue to be a flat track. And they have no spinner. Moen Ali's finger is clearly um, too ripped to shreds to bowl again in the second innings on the evidence of what we've seen. So um, that sets up tomorrow perfectly. It'll be almost like a test of ideologies.
1: Yeah, and you spoke about uh, Root and Pope and how they might go against the likes of the Australian fast bowlers if the conditions remain like this. But not to forget, before the rains came, Nathan Lyon was brought into play in the sixth over. Because then the bowling's been from the far end, where Moin Ali bowled a lot. The ball's been gripping and turning sharply and quickly, even on this slow pitch. So he'll play a huge role, even if it is sunny tomorrow morning. Uh, and that'll be the big challenge for England. If they attack Nathan Lyon, he'll, he has so many ways of getting them out. Uh, and it, it makes for another fascinating day, really. We just don't know what to expect uh, from this England Team, But but even going back to earlier in the day, some of the feels that they set for yes. the Aussie batters, it, it, it worked out eventually. Uh, and I think there'll be a bit of an edge tomorrow as well, Adam. I just attended Ollie Robinson's press conference. Yeah, he was pretty basball in his answers whenever he was asked about his celebration and um, the few words of abuse that were picked up on... Uh, on camera and which have been doing the rounds on social media, he said, "Well, if you can't something to the lines of uh, if you can't handle it, what can you handle?" And this is Ashes cricket; that's what it is. He's just providing some theatre.
0: So I'm sure when it's his turn to bat, the Australians will make sure there's a bit of theatre around it as well. Oh, I'm sure they will. It just felt so out of step when a bloke's on 141, they give him a send off. Anyway, what would we know? Uh, that's it from us for the night. Uh, our post-game shows for tire power hitting sixes during the end of financial year sale. Anderson. Up to the crease here. Bowls again to Carey. Inside edge. Not quite. But I'll tell you what, it's gone between bat and stumps and Bairstow had to move a long way to his right. It's done loads and it couldn't have missed the off stump by far. Felt like an inside edge on the basis of the movement flat. Watching it back for tie pants. Wopple's seen. Oh, big edge. Did he get the edge? Oh, he's put it down. down. He did get the inside edge and Bairstow has dropped Carey in the first over of day three. Anderson delivery, bowls here and off the back foot. That's Carey class. Just carving behind point. played from the crease, both his knees were bent, made perfect contact, he advances to 62. That's his night for Australia. Five for 334, they trail by 59. Just before we
2: get back to Jeremy, I've been talking about coming over the wicket.
0: And he bowls him! Through the gate, maybe via the inside edge as well. Jimmy Anderson loves it. Test wicket, number 686. At a really important time for England. He's been on top of Kerry this morning for the most part. Had him dropped in the first over of play. And it's taken a while. It's an important partnership. It's been worth more than 100, but they lose their sixth wicket on 338. They're still well behind England's first innings tally. And Australia do have a long tail. Damien Fleming, perfect from Anderson. Moen Ali bowls to Kawaja for the first time today, and he goes straight back over his head. Kawaja did that at will yesterday. He's given that a ride all the way for six. Bounces into the sight screen. Kawaja up to 134, five for 328. It's such a beautiful shot.
2: He's in once more, two or three pieces.
0: Cummins goes big. He's going high, down the ground. That man has gone all the
2: way up to the sight screen. A second six for Cummins. That was There's less of a gift. That wasn't just a full track. A full, all short. This is an hilarious field. Robinson in bowling, gone through him. This one was full, but it was straight. And the off stump has gone flying out of the ground. Usman Khawaja's quite magnificent knock of 141. His redemptive hundred is first on English soil. Has finally come
0: to an end. Well, that's, a, much two that's, days that's a brilliant started. delivery because oh, you know you'd think he tried at the ball before. You'd think he would be building up for a couple of deliveries till he went the Yorker again. And he has knocked off stuff out of the way, um, out of the ground. So that is the doorway to departure for Usman Kawaja But what a majestic innings! 141 of the best runs you want to see.
2: Of uh, uh, the day. Can he baseball it down the ground? Two balls left in the over. Brought into Cummins. Short, oh. pulled majestically. Da-da. What a shot that is! For six, it's gone all the way out towards the groundsman's hut and into the crowd. That is an absolutely ripping shot, shot of the day. Robinson rocks in to Cummins. He goes for a biggie, it's gone high in the air. Fielder underneath it, it's Ben Stokes. He should take the catch, and he does. That's it, that is the end of the innings. It's a third wicket for Robinson. Cummins departs for 38, Australia all out for 386, and England, from nowhere, have a slender lead of seven. Australia have lost all their five wickets. Before lunch,
0: four of them have come in double-click time. Zed Twitter feed as well. I wonder whether we have opinions uh, on the send-off that Ollie Robinson gave Woodsman from that might come through on the text. There was a, there was a little bit going on there. Just, just something Jeremy's just noticed, that it looked like Pat Cummins had a pill there, and I thought he was clutching his right shoulder a little bit. OK, Hazelwood, two in the cordon, bowls to Duckett, forward defending. So we'll keep an eye on Pat Cummins and his shoulder. So there, just to be clear, I mean, there's video footage in slow-mo of Robinson after knocking Kawaja over where he says some incredibly unsavoury things when he's running off. Really? Which just strikes me as so ill-considered and so out of step with the respect these sides seemingly have for each other. The fact that it's Kawaja playing the way that he played you know, just well, makes no sense when to you, me. When you've rattled a guy for 141, I think that's the time to send him off. <laughs> anyway.
2: Duckett Edges. And it's caught! Caught a gully! A brilliant catch from Green! That's the wicket they wanted! Duckett's standing his ground. He's going to wait and make sure that that's a clean catch. But the Australians are convinced they've got their man. And you know, this could be the last ball before the rain break. What a time that would be for Duckett to go! And that's what happens if you don't leave balls <laughs> outside of Stubb. Now the umpires have got together. They're going to go and take a look at this. They're going upstairs. Green's pretty sure he's got his man.
1: Oh, uh, not again, not again, Cameron Green. Just about recovered from the controversial catch last week in the World Test Championship
2: final. Duckett's test match hangs by a thread here. It was outside the stump. It was way too wide to need to play out. He's pushed his hands away from his body. That's oh, a great catch. Oh. That's a great catch. Great grab. A brilliant left-handed catch. There's no doubt that's out. There's no doubt about it. Duckett's going to have to go. If that's not given out, then I'll be staggered. i seeing it again from a side-on view. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's out. His fingers, fingers are under underneath. Bar. Fingers uh, are underneath. Give it up. Surely it's out. And, and he's got a lot of fingers, I tell you. And they're very long. And, and you saw and Duckett is making his way. That is it. Duckett knows he's out. But just waiting for confirmation on oh, the big screen by the huge clouds. Here we go. Australia can celebrate. Tucker is out. He's gone for 19. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. There was no need to play that. It was widely of off stump. Barrett Sunday Racing was set up perfectly for that wicket. <laughs> They're resuming. And as Boland is in, down the wicket comes Crawley, edged through to the keeper, and out. Hey, it is out. Didn't see the finger go, but Crawley's got to go. Advancing on Boland, that's two in three balls. And England are rocking here. Australia have got exactly what they wanted the conditions to bowl at against tentative batting in poor light. And Boland and Cummins have picked up two wickets in double quick time. Both openers. Back at a hutch, two for 27. Zach Crawley walking back, shaking his head. I don't
1: think he's happy that they were asked to stay out there. This is brilliant bowling from Scott Boland. We saw him beat the outside edge. We saw him beat the inside edge. And this time he drags Zach Crowley further out. And Australia have got exactly what they wanted. They have England's best batter out in the middle in bad light. Joe Root, I'm sure he's not enjoying this.
3: Alex, how important do you think that 20 minutes you managed to get in between the two rain breaks might prove in this game? Uh, time will tell, but, yeah, it's nice to um, have two wickets down overnight. Uh, would have be great to get back out there tonight, but unfortunately um, the ground's just not quite, quite ready. But I thought, yeah, we, we come out there, um, conditions probably suited ball in, in that 20 minutes and we we're lucky enough to take two. So hopefully we can build on that momentum tomorrow morning.
2: Alex, I just wanted to ask you about um, how England
3: bounced your tail today. Um, it was you guys didn't really bowl many shortfalls at all uh, in the, in their first innings. Is it something that you guys might revisit
2: if conditions do kind of go back to being sunny and, and flat?
3: Yeah, I'm sure the um, strategy group group will come up with a plan, um, knowing what we know now with the with the wicket. Um, hopefully, spin. Um, can play a big role tomorrow for us and I, I thought Gaz bowled outstandingly well in that first innings and, and there's probably a little bit more now on offer for him as well um, and then yeah the, it's up to the attack um, the leadership group to, to come up with a plan potentially um, to yeah to you know run through their tail hopefully um, but we'll see that you know the The wicket showed a little bit tonight. Hopefully, get some early early wickets tomorrow, and we can, you know, stay around that top of the stumps area. But um, yeah, I thought they bobbled well uh, today, um, taking five wickets. But um, yeah, it's a potentially on a slow wicket, it's a good option.
1: Alex, what was the buzz like out there in the middle in that 20-minute period? And it may be an obvious question, but your fielding positions and tactics teams to seem to change a bit. Can you just explain that?
3: Uh, Look, the atmosphere is always outstanding here, um, normally against us, but uh, it's great fun to hear some chants going around the the ground and when things happen it it gets pretty loud. Um, But then there was an opportunity, I I think everyone knows, we started with the field out in that first innings um, and they they got away with some singles, but was always trying to restrict that boundary. We've seen England play so well um, and so aggressive over the last 18 months. And then today, we're taking two early wickets, we, we saw an opportunity to bring that field in and, and squeeze pressure. Um, we're only out there for 10 overs, but it sort of felt that um, you know we're, we're back to hitting some nice line and lengths and getting a little bit out of the wicket and, and the field could come up. So, um, yeah, just reading the play. Yeah. You seem quite
1: aggressive there as a team and you came, seemed all really up for it. Is that fair?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the Ashes. It's um, The first Ashes test match... Uh, Pretty evenly poised at this stage in terms of the runs on the board, and lucky to take a few wickets tonight, which is great. Um, and no doubt we'll be up and about for the you know the whole series. But um, yeah, it was an exciting 20 minutes. Like I said, the the lights come on, um, the ball's moving around a little bit more than what we've seen earlier in the Test match, and um, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Uh, Jacqueline Magnay from The Australian. Um, I'm just wondering, in the dressing room, was there much talk... On broadcasters, they were um, a little bit horrified about the reaction of Ollie Robinson when he took the wicket of Usman. Um, Was there much talk about what went on uh, amongst you guys? Uh, No, I was actually worded up that something happened before coming in here. So um, I didn't see it at all. Um, Usman hasn't said anything. And like I said before, it's it's in ashes. It's... um, yeah, at times it's going to be pretty exciting and, and hostile cricket. Um, but I actually was sitting there disappointed getting out, um, but didn't see anything over the top there. So from our dressing rooms, um, yeah, there was no comment. Kez, I was going to ask a sorry, going to ask a similar question to what the energy was like during that spell uh, before you guys had to come off there with two wickets, but how much confidence do you take out of that too? It seemed like every delivery, you know, was was a real chance. Yeah, it was a little period tonight where, um, a- again, it was it was more bowler friendly with the lights on and it was swinging around a bit. Um, and yeah, it, you know, it gets exciting. Anytime you take a wicket, you, you feel like you can grab two quickly. Um, look, we, we probably thought there was rain coming as, ra- as well, so you sort of get um, in a bit of a rush to to keep the the, um, the ball bowling and. Um, yeah, it's exciting, yeah.
2: Uh, Alex, you've played a bit of cricket here, but you've also played a fair bit in the subcontinent of late. How, what would you like in that pitch to, and how do you think it might play out in the last couple of days?
3: Um, look, I, I still think there's enough there for bowlers hitting a, a hard length. Um, you see with the Duke ball that things can happen sort of out of nowhere. Um, try to get the ball swinging. Potentially, if it's dry enough, a bit of reverse swing. Um, and then, you know, Nathan Lyon um, and Mo and Ali are going to play big big roles um, in both second innings. So, uh, look, I think it's, um, we've seen, you know, a fair few runs. We've also seen a team um, almost bowled out and another team bowled out um, within three days or less than with the, the washout today. So... Uh, I've seen pretty exciting cricket lately um, in the last two days, and and what I've seen in the subcontinent as well. I think there's probably a bit more in this one.
1: Um, Alex, hi. Uh, you spend a lot of time with Cam Green. Uh, just just three catches he's pulled off in the last one week. Is he just a freak, or like have you seen him pull these off in training, and like just what you make of it?
3: Uh, look, he's um, yeah an outstanding young cricketer, um, batting, bowling, and fielding. He's uh, he's got all bases covered and um, continuing to grow uh, with bat and ball. And what we've seen in the field has been pretty special. Um, as you mentioned, three amazing catches and, and game-changing catches as well. So hopefully another one for us. It's yeah shifted that momentum. Towards us, but um, no, nah, he's been phenomenal. He, he's probably um, wanting to go on with a, a start or two and 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 take a, a bag of wickets. But he's he's been invaluable at that gully position. Yeah. Alex, can I ask about the reverse sweep? It seems like since the first innings at the Oval, you've put it away until you went past 50 yesterday. Is that something, I'm assuming it's a deliberate thing, and is it something that we expect to see going forward now that you won't reverse until you get yeah. to a certain score? Or, and also, how's your wife taking it? Because I remember her being yeah. pretty opposed to it. No, she uh, worded me up again last night, said don't do it. But um, no, nah, yeah, it's one of those things. I, I think there was um, no need to play that at the Oval in the first innings. Um, when you got Virat Kohli and Steve Smith saying, what are you doing? That for. Um, you probably listened to him. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the opportunity I, I saw after 50 yesterday was Duckett came in to, to point and there was no one boundary riding out there. So um, I didn't get one away, but um, yeah, probably saw uh, opportunities to score elsewhere yesterday. Yeah. day, Alex. Um, over here. Gotcha. just Just one about, I suppose, tempo and pace of play. So you guys have played a lot of test matches in South Asia the last sort of 12, 18 months, and a lot of that has been about sort of playing within yourselves until you can see the ball moving. Like, is that relatable at all to over here, given overhead conditions, potential for for, for the game to change up that way? Yeah, I think it will ebb and flow again, and and we we saw I think Usman Khawaja's patience again was was evident. Um, the wickets won't always be like this one. Um, but saying that there's still opportunities for bowlers to take wickets when you set right the right fields and apply enough pressure and and hit the length for long enough. Um, we saw Nath Lyon spinning, well uh, taking four wickets in the first innings, um, and Scotty Boland tonight felt like he could take a wicket every ball. So yeah, it, it's it's changing um, as you mentioned the overheads here, um, the, probably the age of the ball. Um, we've seen ball changes as well that can play parts and. Um, it might break up a little bit more moving forward. So, yeah, it's um, it's been really exciting. Oh, I found it really exciting that the start of this Test match. Um, we're halfway through. Um, and, yeah, I, I think we've seen some some periods where batting's been on top and then we've seen periods where, you know, balls have, uh, the bowlers will take consecutive wickets. So, um, yeah.
0: Alex, um, <coughs> in that period you said it was, you know, Nice bowling conditions, you guys were up and about. Did you kind of feel like the English guys didn't want to be out there?
3: Uh, no, not at all. Um, They're uh, obviously playing a style of cricket um, at the moment and, yeah, it could only take a boundary to get the uh, momentum going back their way. But it was, um, it was, yeah, really exciting to be out there as a fielding group trying to um, bowl a team out, take 10 wickets and, and chase a score. Um but no, I definitely didn't feel that, and I don't think the crowd was uh, was suggesting otherwise either. Alex, on that pitch, is there a number above which you wouldn't want to chase? No, I'm not sure. It's a good question. Um, haven't really sort of spoken or thought of, thought about it. It's it's probably just going to be um, a case of tomorrow, us rocking up and and doing our thing, and um, yeah, being really disciplined in, in how we want to um, approach our our bowling innings. So. Um, yeah, there's there's no figure, um, but yeah, you don't want it to get too high, obviously. <laughs>